Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Torrey, go, Kalishaw, Yates. It's baseball's second half. I got a challenge for our friend, Mr. Yates. Let's see if you can go through the playoff teams right now in less time than it took for Ellie De La Cruz to steal all the bases. Go, Clinton Yates. All right, Tampa, Baltimore, Cleveland, Minnesota, Texas, Houston, Atlanta, Miami, uh, Cleveland, no! Cincinnati, Milwaukee, the Dodgers, the and the, hey, the Snakes, too. It was close. It was close. I'll give you uh, thank you for your effort. Pretty fast. Get the twins out of there. Ellie De La Cruz guy. Man, he's fast. <laughs> Wimbledon today, Djokovic in straight sets over Cena, Alcaraz in straight sets over Medvedev, and here we are, a dream finals. Djokovic, earlier this summer, setting the all-time majors record, and with eyes on a season grand slam, and Alcaraz, a future and present threat. You may remember Djokovic over a cramping, diminished Alcaraz, in the French semis last month. Tim Kalashaw, around the horn to you. What do we have in our hands, and what are you expecting Sunday? We have a final that is as good as it gets, Tony. You have the number one player in the world seeded, Carlos Alcaraz, who we know in the f- near future is going to be the best player in the world, and he's going to be the guy piling up majors. But he's not there yet, and he's playing nothing less than the greatest player of all time. There's no reason to look mm. at Djokovic as anything other mm. than that. After 23 wins, after all those wins over Federer and Nadal on the way to all that. And the problem with picking Alcaraz, which I would love to do, he destroyed Medvedev today, is that Novak is showing nothing to say he's diminished. His serve is better than it's ever been. I think he's lost three service games in the entire in six matches so far. So there, And he's the greatest returner of all time. So there are no weaknesses in Novak's game. I think Carlos will play better than he did in Paris. I have to pick Novak to go ahead and win. Lynn Yates. Yeah, I've got to go with Novak as well. And while the age and experience thing is one thing, the matter of the court surface is another. The fact that he's only played, the young man has only played a handful, a couple more of grass court matches and has admitted it is his worst surface is, I think, his issue here. Seeing him win his first um, Grand Slam title at the U.S. Open with my eyeballs, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. He was a star in the making with an incredible shot-making ability. But the experience on that surface is tough. That's why he played the Queens tournament earlier this year to try to get a little better before he got to win. Pablo Torre. The thing that they better have in their hands, literally on the sidelines, Tony, is that stuff. Is it, what is it, is it Pedialyte now? Is it electrolytes? Is it that hot shot thing? The stuff you take to warm <laughs> up cramps? You, you just make sure. I, he, maybe he needs to vomit midpoint. I don't know what it takes, Tony. I just don't want the cramps to, to basically derail what is all of the history that has been promised, as Tim has described. So to me, Alcaraz has a shot based on the superlative athleticism, the fact that he is as fast a player in this sport as I've ever seen, as well as as athletic a player as I've seen in this sport, as long as he can stay on the court. Yes, Novak Djokovic is everything. Look, I have been looking for reasons 
to hate on this guy. It is now the case that, yes, <laughs> okay. every one of two majors he's making the finals of. He's the greatest of all time, no objections. But Alcaraz, the potential, if he can stay healthy, this is the guy who could do it. Give me Alcaraz. Right, Kevin Black, it's on any, any path to victory here for Alcaraz, or is this Djokovic's year again? I mean, uh, of course there's a path to victory for Alcaraz, and I'll tell you what it is, and Clinton mentioned it. It's the Queens tournament. So you mentioned it at the beginning, Tony. He got bounced by Djokovic, um, by Djokovic in the French, but he bounced back at the Queens on that surface, and obviously he's playing at a high-level uh, amount of tennis right now. Not only that, but here's a guy who, as he's been coming up, he's been described as another Djokovic, right? He's got the same athleticism. He, his return's the same. He's got the great, uh, the, the great lob game. He can cover the court. Um, he's athletic. So in a lot of ways, um, the Joker's going to be looking at himself in the mirror. They are one and one head-to-head, -head, correct? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah. obviously yeah. he's got a chance. And, of course, he's got the tapes that his father provided to him. This is my favorite <laughs> subplot of this whole thing, right? Dad was shooting video oh, yeah, of Djokovic. Maybe as a fan to say, wow, I've got the greatest of all time right in front of me. Djokovic's practice. Can anything be taken from that, Tim Kalisha? I don't think there's a lot to learn from shooting practice video there. I will say I don't think that the cramps are going to be an issue. Those of us who were in Paris during the French Open know how unseasonably oh, hot it was mm -hmm. at that time at mm -hmm. Roland Garros. I don't think that's going to be a factor Sunday at Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. Hell of an expense report, Tim Kalashaw. Tim, just tell everybody what you want to say. You went out for dinner in Paris. Right, Who happened to be in the restaurant? Just say it. Carlos and I may have run into each other at La Avenue, <laughs> the trendiest place in Paris. We spoke. I spoke to Juan Carlos Ferraro. There was a knowing look. A knowing look? Eye. Yeah, I mean, you showed me the photo. It looked like he was, was running was away from you as fast as he gets to a ball on the back line. We'll move a knowing on. look, Great and there was a call for security. Wait, just to get the picks out of the way. Lord. Black, so are you giving Alcaraz a shot? Would you take him? Sure, I'll take him. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> I mean, Djokovic hasn't yeah, lost in 10 got? years on center court. Yeah, yeah. Pablo, how about you? <laughs> Alcaraz, give me a hand. Really? That's two now. No Yates, how about you? Yep. Novak, the surface is too and much. And Yeah, we took, we took Novak over here on this side. We'll move on. Baseball, second half. You people and people of your ilk. And the O tampering that is going on right now, trying to will a trade. Show some restraint, people. Jeff Passett was on ESPN Radio today saying an MLB team executive, unnamed, told him the Angels should trade Otani for the good of the game. Now, come on. I mean, what, did the exec just say they should trade to me for the good of the game as well? But look at you. Pablo, you're salivating. Show some restraint here. No, Tony, I agree with that unnamed executive talking to Jeff Passan because we have talked this entire time of the thought experiment. What would it be like if Shohei Otani was on the Yankees? How would it all be different? Let's just find out. I understand that if you're a GM, if you're the GM of the Angels, you don't want to do this in any way, but I would like Shohei Otani to be traded to the Yankees. And I love this idea so much, Tony. I would do the thing I would never do, which is trade Anthony Volpe, my half-Filipino brother, the shortstop of the Yankees, as well as two other prospects, for Shohei Otani. I would do Listen, that. Wheeling, that is dealing. how much I love the game of baseball. That's how much I want to see a stretch run with Shohei Otani in New York bringing that team to the Yankees. Clint Yates, is any of this within the realm of possibility here? 
It's within the realm of possibility, but it's such an unfortunate case for those of us who live in Southern California and watch this guy every night. If the Angels have end up having to trade the greatest player of his generation, it just looks awful for everyone. It's also a bad deal for the Los Angeles Dodgers because you know Artie Moreno is not trading him across town. So I happen to think that if he gets traded to a playoff team and they make a run, they've got a due influence, a heavy influence on where he proceeds to sign after that. So, yeah, I actually do think it will be very exciting if this guy finds a way out of Anaheim. You want to play the game then and just tell us a destination that you think the, the package Pablo just offered I, uh, from New York or Seattle? I honestly think the best place for Shohei to be would be San Francisco. Left-handed bat into the bay. You can say you had the two greatest players of all time Ooh. in one uniform and one ball. Tim Kalisha? You know, I, I have to say, I think it was 1960. The NFL owners decided to pool TV revenues. That was the last time any owner in any sport did something for the good of the game. Nobody does anything <laughs> for the good of the game. You do it for the good of your team, however, and even for the good of the team, I think it makes sense for the Angels. You can lose him for nothing this, this winter, or as Pablo alluded to, even though it's a rental, people will throw you good prospects and a player yes. or two, uh, for sure, for Otani. So I would, I would definitely entertain moves here in the next couple weeks if I'm the Kevin Angels. Kevin Blackstone. Yeah, it has to be done for the good of the Angels, as Tim just said. And I'm sitting here in Washington, D.C., where Juan Soto was traded to the West Coast for the good of this team and mm -hmm. because there was an owner who was a little bit cheap. Mm -hmm. um, however, how this out? notion about, about <laughs> trading a good player for the good of the game drives me nuts. What do you mean? What, what is that about the good of the game? So you want to load up teams that are already loaded with, with more ammunition to slay everybody else in the league. That's not good. That's bad for competition. And not only that, it's not like today you can't see the best players in baseball no matter where they are. If you, don't, if you have an MLB package, you can watch everybody play. So that's out the window. And not only that, you have interleague play. So people come to your town every few years anyway so you can see them. This, is, it, this argument about good for the game is ridiculous. Ernie Banks, was that, was that good for the game? It was fine for Ernie Banks. Ted Williams, did he get traded when he was with a bad Red Sox team? Absolutely not. There's a whole list of great players who played with bad teams. Didn't ruin the game. Stop. Let's check in on the standings. We have the first half surprises. Look at Kalashaw here. Mm. Yeah, Texas leading the division. Cincinnati leading the division. Arizona tied for the division lead with the Dodgers. Baltimore has looked strong in wild card one in the American League. Clinton of those surprise teams, who's been most impressive? Who's most likely to keep it up? Um, I'll say it this way. The Rangers are not a big surprise. I thought at the beginning of the season they were going to make a run. The biggest actual surprise is the Diamondbacks, who are 20 games over their expected win rate. But, but the team that is going to be the best, I believe, is the Baltimore Orioles. They sent four guys to Seattle for the All-Star game. Rushman is obviously a serious hitter, and um, Mountcastle isn't even having a very good year. I think the O's are the truth. A little magic out there in Baltimore, KB. Tim Kalashaw. Biggest surprise? I got to say it since no, I got to say it's Cincinnati. Even a month into this season, there was no no sign that the Reds were on their way. And then Ellie De La Cruz shows up, and a couple of the other young players are, are playing well. Yeah. They they're in a two a two team race. It's them and Milwaukee, and they can out hit Milwaukee. They got to find another pitcher before the trade. Kevin Blackstone. Well, it's the Reds. I was going to say the same reason. Their offense is off the charts. Uh, third in the NL, fifth in, in Major League Baseball. They do need pitching, and thankfully, Hunter Green is going to come back from his injury in the second half, so that's going to help them out a lot. Come the trade deadline, they got bits and pieces. They can trade and get another arm. They're good Bob to go. Torrey. 
Yeah, Cincinnati has to be the answer. They were 28th in win total. And the problem is, yes, they are, I believe, third worst when it comes to pitching staff ERA. So if they can make a deal, if they can make a deal, Tony, there's no reason why Ellie De La Cruz can't continue to be the reason why they are the most exciting team this side of whatever team has shown. Did you want to add something? Yeah, the only problem with the Reds, they have a negative run differential right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know how well that's going to play for the rest of the season. And the disappointments, they're easy, right? I mean, we just showed the standings, but now San Diego, St. Louis, New York Mets all under 500. New York Yankees out of the playoffs right now. Who should I go for disappointment here? Hey, Pablo, how you doing? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with the Mets. Can I go with the other team in New York, though? The team that has spent more on their baseball team than any team has ever spent yeah. in the okay. history of baseball? Can I call them out for, KB, for a change biggest here? Biggest disappointment? Oh, it's got to be the Padres. I mean, that's an all-star lineup. And as Kevin Acey pointed out in the San Diego Union, in their 29 losses, their big four in the, in the sixth inning or later with a chance to tie or win the, or put the Padres up by a run have batted 169. That's ridiculous. That's disappointment. I got to say the Mets. You look at how good Verlander was last year. This seemed like another 100-win season for them. Closer to 100 losses. The St. Louis Cardinals are the worst team in the National League, and they were projected to win their division. They're making all sorts of crazy mistakes all over the field. Best fans in baseball. How do you like that? Disappointment for me, and, and <laughs> I don't care. Nothing is, is too, too – the Yankees pinstripes. This is what I want to talk about, okay? Let me get this straight. You can't grow a beard because that looks got to be clean, but they're going to throw a patch on there yeah. on Babe Ruth's pinstripes? Because it gives them money? That's disappointing. I don't care. The patch could be on there, but they can't grow a beard? We'll be back. Fire still next. Not the Yankee way. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. James Harden and the Clippers. 
Sam Amick's report that the record-setting trade demand, number three in his career, is still on, and there's only one place he wants to play. Harden is determined to be a clipper. Not sure that sentence has ever been said. Pablo, hard to get in the head of Harden or anybody, and I won't ask you to, but buy or sell this continuing trade request. I buy the result James Harden wants. I sell his process, Tony. I get that it hurts that Daryl Morey, the guy who he has patted his backer for the entire time, has now decided that, like the rest of Philadelphia and its fans, James Harden should not be on the team. But the problem is, when you are saying to everybody else, I want out, all you're doing is removing the leverage the Sixers have to get a better deal, and Daryl Morey loves to haggle. So I want him out too, but not this way. It's not going to help. Help us help you. Kevin Blackstone? I'm, and I sell it, and I'm confused by James Harden. You just led the league in assists last year, um, playing with Embiid on a team that won 54 games that was a solid make to make, to make a run to the, uh, to the finals, and you didn't get there because you're getting, getting back by the Celtics. Why would you not want to stay? Daryl Morey has your back, as, pa as Pedro just, just Pablo just pointed out. He's always had your back, and now you want to leave this situation. Not a good look for James Harden. Tim Kalisha. Yeah, I sell it. And in addition to the assist last year, he had his highest three-point percentage since Oklahoma City. Mm. He's still a highly efficient player, even if he's not the volume yes, scorer he, he was when he was scoring over 30 for the Rockets. But nobody's focused on that. It's just, where does he want to go now? Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Houston. Now he wants to go to the Clippers. It's a bad way to end your career. Ben Yates. Tony, as we've learned from the Godfather series, trilogies are difficult to pull off. The first ask out, okay. <laughs> Second one, we liked it. The third, never should happen. What are you oh, talking about, James Harden? You're finally on a team that's got a shot, and you want out of there? Get real. Wow. That was a masterpiece from Yates. We'll move on. Buy or sell two. Bedlam is over. Mike Gundy with comments this week that the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State rivalry will end once the Sooners conference move starts next year. 117 meetings is the second longest robbery in college football ever. And it's about to end, Tim. Is the end of Bedlam a bad thing for college football? Horrible thing, Tony. As the only panelist who was at the Big 12 Media Days when Gundy said this, <laughs> as the only panelist who was an Oklahoma wow. and Oklahoma State beat writer in the past, yes. and as the only one born in Tulsa here, I believe, uh, then I can say, yes, okay. this is going to be missed it. by a lot of people. And college sports misses out when it just runs for the money and it leaves the fans behind on some of the rivalries that they love, which is why they love the game to begin with. Blackstone. Well, as the only panelist here who used to work with that guy who was just talking about all his Oklahoma and Oklahoma State <laughs> okay. connections, let me just say, it is a horrible idea. The one thing that makes college football so special has been all the rivals, and we've lost them over the years with conference realignment, like the border war between Missouri and Kansas and Texas and Texas A&M, which was a great rivalry. I'd love to maintain the rivalries. I don't care about the conference. Pablo? So I don't understand why he still has to die. Like, Mike Gundy is complaining about how Oklahoma State's schedule is settled through 2037. It's not the United States Constitution. <laughs> you can amend that. You say that SEC schools won't want to schedule another Power 5 team. Why not? They can still make it happen. There's being very petty about how the breakup went. Tim, of all that time you spent in Oklahoma, did you ever see Oklahoma State win a game? Oh. Rivalry. This has been one of the most lopsided situations in the country. You made your bed when it was all the realignment got there. Now you got to sleep in it, folks. Oklahoma State didn't do anything wrong here. Oklahoma's the one who bounced. Mike Gundy, great look. Tim, it, it was what, 91, uh, 17, and nine ties, I think, all time? 
Clint doesn't understand this rivalry includes wrestling, it includes basketball, it includes a lot of things beyond football. That is a good point. Oklahoma State wins some of that. That is a good point. Wrestling especially. Baseball? People love baseball? Blackstone, Tori, great stuff today. Those points. But not enough. Yates, Kalashaw. Wow, scoring. Showdown's next. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. The weekend belongs to the WNBA. It's All-Star Weekend. Skills competition, just saw earlier today. Game tomorrow night. Those are the standings, what some predicted. Vegas, New York, out front and in control. Clinton, what's been the number one story of the season so far? I think the number one story of the season so far is just that the WNBA continues to figure it out. I was on the red carpet of the ESPY Awards this week, and the stars, the biggest, most popular people there were all the women's basketball players. They have arrived. If you are a sports fan and you don't know what's happening with the WNBA, you're the dunce, not everybody else. I think the story is we're probably going to get the two teams that we, that we want, uh, Las Vegas and New York. But Dallas Wings in second place just beat Vegas, Connecticut. Sun still hanging in there with the New York Liberty. You still have some potential races down the stretch, more in the East than in the West. Uh, but the great team, the great players on the great teams, they're delivering the product. Mm. Showdown two, Leo Messi. He'll get his inter-Miami hello this weekend. We've been tracking his arrival from uh, Tarmac to supermarket here because uh, well, there was the tarmac, and here's the supermarket. Publix, of course, in Florida, with a face we've all made when we're shopping at the supermarket. In the cart, I spy some Lucky Charms, some Fruit Loops. Tim, Messi's doing his own grocery shopping. What's the item that stood out to you right here? You know, I'm looking at that cart. I'm seeing a lot of high sugar cereals. If you're going to do that, at least get tricks in, into the mix there. Tricks Maybe over get, Lucky get a, Charms? Your own bag. Wow. Maybe get your own bag. Bring it in, not so much plastic. Maybe bring in your own bag. Mm. Don't, don't, uh, don't do what you're doing there. Do they still even make tricks? My favorite part about this is that he had the entire oh, yeah. family with him in pure Broward County style sliding around in their Adidas slides, and he's taking pictures with guys in front of the beer aisle. Messy, regular guys, stars. They're just I know. That, that impressed me, too. Um, Clint, most famous person you ever met at a supermarket? When I was a kid, I saw Big John Thompson with my dad putting groceries into his trunk in the parking lot. <laughs> Tim Galisha? 
Uh, I may have run into Monte Ellis and set up a big tennis match. Uh, all right, that's all I needed to hear. Uh, Tim, you're winning 2-1. That's Kroger. your FaceTime today. Tim Gallagher. Well, for FaceTime today, I'd like to talk about my face. You've loved it for 21 years. I'm okay with it. But let me tell you what's not great about this face. Skin cancer. I had a procedure on my nose about three weeks ago. Everybody, as you get older, you have these little dots that show up. Some of them turn into basal cells. You have to have them removed. None of us in our 20s and 30s wore enough sunscreen. We all wanted to look like Sandy Koufax when we got old. Well, here's the deal. I'm not Sandy Koufax. You're not Sandy Koufax. <laughs> Wear SPF 50. Lather up. Wear a hat. Protect yourself from the sun or you'll miss a month of around the horn. Great to have you back, Tim. Thank you for sharing, too. Thank you. A very important public service announcement. Clinton Yates, I'm spying that jersey. HBCU right there, right? MLB Youth Development Program Swingman Classic in Seattle. If you were there, you know it was a movie. The Swingman Classic. Ben Griffey Swingman Classic at the HBCU. Great to have you here. We're on a 71 half hour break. See you Monday. Ooh.